Hey guys, it's Eva and I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button or whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also take a few extra seconds to rate and comment because per usual, it is greatly appreciated. And yeah, so... <laughs> This is a roundup. I told you guys in the previous episode I was most likely going to do a roundup. I don't know why I have been struggling with trying to figure out what I want to talk about because you guys know my struggle. I'm like, do I really want to talk about it? Do I really want to watch it? Like, that's just been an internal struggle I've been having um, over now almost a whole year now of um, kind of our new norm And so, yeah, so also I'm like in the midst of, you know, packing up my life and moving into a different place of living. I have lived here for a very long time and so I am surrounded by literally boxes and things and the only thing that is not packed is (laughs) my like little setup here. So there is that. But yeah, so I was like... Let me get some of these things, some episodes recorded because I'm doing like a slow move out. So it's like over a span of a couple of weeks. And so I was like, okay, maybe we'll just record a bunch of things right now and then just release them. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. But what I do know is that I did want to talk about these two things that we're going to talk about today. And we are going to be discussing two shows that I literally watched over the weekend One is Tell Me Your Secrets, and the other one is Behind Her Eyes. And honestly, guys, and you guys know I've been trying to stop saying this, but I don't feel like these are going to be super, super long um, discussions because in watching them, I was like, you know, I have some things to say, and hence why I don't think it's going to be a lot, so hence why they're kind of meshed together. Of course, for those of you who want to jump around, uh, I will have time stamps and yeah we're gonna start with tell me your secrets so tell me your secrets i was like seeing the um like advertising for it because you guys know or i and i told you guys i'm gonna stop saying you guys know it's so hard to stop saying that but if you've listened for a while then you would know that the way that i watch tv is through like the apple tv device and so um I always talk about how I feel like they are constantly trying to update that homepage. And, you know, I still see a lot of improvement that can be done there, but it is getting better and better and better. And so this, of course, showed up in, like, what they're watching. There's, like, a section that's, like, what they're watching, I'm assuming, the people at Apple. Um, But who knows? I'm just speculating. But, I mean, that would make the most sense. And so this showed up in there. And I was like, tell me your secrets. I don't know what that is. And then I was on Prime. And I don't even know why I was on Prime. And I was seeing it at the top banner, um, Tell Me Your Secrets. And I was like, let me watch the trailer. And I was like, oh my gosh, the lead um, girl, the lead woman actor in this who Lily Rabe, and I'm always like, and this is why I'm like, I know I've talked about something with her in it before because I feel like I struggled with that last name. But I honestly, I looked at her IMDb and I was just like, I feel like I wouldn't have talked about any of these things that she was in so I don't know but 
I was like, I feel like I've seen her in things, which I have. And I was like, okay, well, you know, let's give it a try. It's like mystery, um, something shrouded going on. It seems like there's kind of an unreliable character. Again, if you've listened for a hot minute and you know my whole spiel about my, um, like, what is it? My whole spiel about what I've been reading and my favorite genre to read is mystery thriller and I struggled for a long period with reading because everything had this unreliable character and that is not my favorite um type of thriller because it just becomes irritating after a while because it's like oh they lost their memory and then also I meant to look this up because like is this based on a book I would not be surprised seeing as recently a lot of um and I feel like this is always the case, but at least recently, and it's going to, it's going to tie into when I talk about behind her eyes, but I feel like recently they've been all, um, based on novels, but yeah, I meant to look that up. I'm not even going to be like hiding it. <laughs> I did not do a lot of research on this post, um, watching it. I did look to see kind of like what the reviews were saying and it all seemed mixed for both shows. So I don't know. This to me was kind of a slow burner. I thought it was a very slow like build up and trying to get to like what the meat of the story was. Um, Emma, who is our main character, is essentially just gotten out of prison. She went to jail uh, because they believed that she, uh, what's the word? She was in on or was protecting her boyfriend whose name is Kit Parker. He was a, he was a serial killer. And by the end of it, we find out that she is the one who turned him in. Um, at the end of the day, but like, this was just such a frustrating show for me to watch. And again, if you listen for, to my previous episodes and you may know why this was frustrating for me, I was really frustrated with, um, what's her name? Amy Bren Brenneman's character, Mary Barlow. I sympathize with her character. So her character, uh, her daughter is at least she is to believe that, or they all believe that her daughter uh, was a victim of Kits. Teresa was a victim of Kits, and that she is, a lot of them thought most likely dead. Mary was holding out this hope that she wasn't dead, that she's somewhere out there, and Kit and Emma know where she is, and they are not, and Emma is not being forthright forthright with her and so we see her like struggling with struggling with this to the point where she gets to I would say her breaking point where she can no longer control her impulses she's literally reacting to everything versus um taking everything in I can't think of the word opposite of react at the moment but you guys know what I mean so I felt like she was reacting to everything um, that was happening to her and not really being measured and thinking about it and thinking about what makes the what makes the most sense. And you can tell that just based on she ends up hiring a 
someone who is a registered sex offender went to went I was going to say went to school my gosh went to prison for raping and assaulting women and she sends this head of I don't know if he's he's not really is he no I don't think he messed with the children but still she sent this um what is what is the word assault her to seek out and find Emma and the assaulter John sent him to seek out Emma who is in protective custody and is living life under a different name and still has really no recollection of everything that led to the events of her ending up in jail. And she was in jail for like seven years, four or seven years. I kept hearing four and I kept hearing seven. So I could just be mixing them together. <laughs> but she was in jail for a little, for quite some time. Like that's a good chunk of time out of someone's life serving because she was found guilty. I mean, that's the only way she could end up, ended up in jail. They must've assumed or they must have came to the conclusion that she was guilty of aiding and abetting her boyfriend. And so we go through all of this. Again, I told you it's a very slow um, build of a show. Both these shows that we're talking about today are both very slow, <laughs> slow moving shows that just do not ramp up until the very, very end. Let me tell you. <sighs> This was 10 episodes too. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Like I had, I literally took a break. <laughs> like, I think I took a break at like episode three, like a significant break. Cause I was just like, oh my gosh, it's taking forever to like figure out. I just felt like we were kind of going in circles and like waiting and whatever to get to the like meat of the show. And so they were giving us a lot of misdirects. We had, I want to say his name was Pete. Pete, who was like her therapist, but also her, I don't want to say guardian, but it kind of felt like her guardian. He was also super suspect. And I was happy to see at the end of it, because you guys know, I watch, I watch, I watch, thrillers are my things, are my thing, mysteries are my thing. I love to solve things. I feel like that is, it just gets my brain to work. And that is the reason why I love to read those types of books and watch those types of shows because I'm trying to solve whatever it is that is going on. And so there's this big mystery where Emma ends up in this like small town that has all these secrets, hence tell me your secrets, but I feel like I can go multiple ways. Like tell me your secrets if you live in a town, tell me your secrets if you're Emma, tell me your secrets if you're married. Like everybody got secrets, <laughs> but Emma ends up in this town, which again, I didn't take notes, so I can't remember what the um, town name was, but she ends up there and Pete's like, you know, girl, you can't be around young girls. We don't want anything to like repeat itself. You still don't really remember your memory and like we got, apparently they made some deal. They kept saying they made a deal. They never really talked about the specifics of the deal, but there was some deal that was made that she ended up getting out of jail early. And so here we are. And then of course, immediately <laughs> she runs into a group of teenage girls. And then we have this mystery where this girl goes missing, but we all are to believe that she's dead just based on we're looking at it from Emma's POV, which isn't really reliable because not only is it's not really reliable, one, because she doesn't even really remember 
a big significant chunk of her life, which they're like, oh, it must be trauma. She must have like blocked it out of her mind because it must have been something super horrific, which is why they were believing that maybe she saw um, Kit kill someone. And um, also, side note, Kit Parker, who was played by uh, Xavier Samuel, I was like, have I not seen you in anything before? Because he was just, it's so hard when you have people who are playing killers, but who are like super attractive and it's just like, but you're a killer and I shouldn't be like rooting for you. But it's so weird. He's just, I don't know. It's just something, some type of combination in his face that just made him really, really attractive. And I was like, you guys got to stop casting these really attractive serial killers for these shows. But anyway, that was a complete like sidetrack. But anyway, I digress. So... <laughs> so um the girl goes missing pete has her feeling crazy because she tries to tell him because you know he's the only person she really knows in this town unbeknownst to her that he got a ton of secrets like again everyone got secrets and so he's like well you're you were drinking and you should be you shouldn't be drinking with the medicine that you're taking so then you as a viewer you're supposed to be like oh well Maybe she didn't see her die. But then I'm like, no, because they got Pete out here looking super suspect the entire time. And they try to like misdirect it when they had that whole scene where he follows her back home when she goes back to see her uh, grandma in quotes. But I, she was like her caretaker um, when she dies and passes, which that's a whole thing. But when she dies and she goes back um, to town to like pay her respects and all this other stuff. And she had another ulterior motive, which was another secret. I was just like secrets upon secrets upon secrets. There was just so many secrets in this show. And it just was like how they were being revealed was just such a slow burny thing that when they were revealed, it was like, where did that even come from? Like, oh my gosh, Emma has a, she had a child in this whole, during this whole trauma period that she doesn't even remember. Like, <laughs> How insane <laughs> do you have to be? But anyway, so um, when they had the whole moment at the grave site and he was like trying to tell her, well, this is who I am. This is why this happened because she was super suspect of him because she found all this stuff in the um, cabin that he had her staying in. And she had found out that he actually is from that town and he worked at the school that the missing girl um, went to, or not school, but like the home that the missing girl went to. And there's all the shady stuff going on with the girl. So she just was super like, trust, trust guardrails all the way up because she was not trusting him at all. And then he gives her this whole story and she's like, oh, okay, maybe I can trust you. But I was still like, <laughs> he just does not seem like a trustworthy person. Because if you look at his interactions and how he treats Emma and she's all like well she's coming from it from a point of view of like oh he must have a crush on me or like be into me or something like that and I'm like no he's just giving me super weird psycho vibes and how he was just um when he showed up at the where was it was it the hotel or something like that or no when one of the girls was walking um down the street and how he just rode up on her and I was like that's giving me super sketch vibes as well how he treats his wife and find out that story that she was actually his client and was a teenager when he met her, like super sketch vibes all the way around. So when we get to the end and we find out all along that he had been working with um, Rose's daddy, not surprised. I was like, 
duh that was the biggest dumb moment of this entire thing also another big dumb moment Teresa was not dead because this whole thing with Teresa and we're gonna talk about Mary because Mary becomes the person that she has essentially been trying to hold accountable and lock away for the rest of their lives and blame for everything that happened to with her daughter when at the end of the day, she became the per the person who she despises. And also she's kind of to blame for, or not kind of, she's to, has a big role into how, what her daughter became. Cause then we find out like Teresa's whole backstory and everything that was going on with her swim coach, which Mary's whole story, Mary's whole trajectory throughout this entire thing was like concerned mom in kind of like crazy psycho mom, murder mom. Like she literally murdered an old lady in her, I don't want to say her deathbed because I don't know if she was like close to death, but she was in a nursing home or whatever that place was. She was literally an old fragile lady who could not defend or who could not defend herself. And she literally, uh, what's the word? Why do I want to say smuggled? smothered her um with a pillow crazy and then had tried to feel some type of way when john kept coming at her like oh we friends and first of all mary you sent john on this mission he told you in the beginning this is why i struggled with mary because she was just i just felt like she was never really thinking clearly at all throughout this entire thing and it was just frustrating to watch it was like he told you in the beginning this man is trying to rehabilitate his life he was dealing with all these demons and you literally put him on the path to reopen up all of those things that he had been turning away from and rehabilitating his life for. You sent him down the super dark path and then you become this super dark person and then you want to try to cut ties and be like, oh, you're still, you're still a bad person. You're a worse person when he got you on camera killing an old lady and then progress that to everything that happened with Emma when we get towards the end and John has essentially like everything that he had trying to rehabilitate had fallen to the wayside and he was like, okay, like super predator John. And he, um, what I want to say captivate. I'm over here just making up words guys. Like in my head, I can literally see the, the made up words forming. And I'm just like, that is not a word. He literally, um, holds Emma captive, straps her to the bed. Mary finds out because Rose, which Rose is a whole nother story. It's just so many, now that I'm speaking about this and this always happens, this is why I say, I do not like to say that it's gonna be short because as I start talking, I'm just like, it's just so many different levels and aspects of things that <laughs> it's so hard to just be like, oh, it's just this, but anyway. So Rose lets Mary know that um, Emma is at the um, town. And so of course she gets there when she, um, she gets there when like before John can like really, really do anything. And so then this whole fight breaks out and they're literally fighting to the death and uh, Emma ends up hitting him over the head multiple times to the point that we would, you would think he would be dead. But I was like, I don't know if he's dead, especially since they just dragged him into the closet. And I was just like, y'all not going to bury him. Y'all not going to get rid of the body. I mean, 
you already just got out of jail on whatever little deal you had, you probably don't want to go back. So those are all the things that were running through my mind. Um, kind of find out John really isn't dead. Uh, but anyway, so that whole thing happens. And then Emma finally has her memory back. And she's like, no, everything that you thought I was talking to Mary, everything you thought I was is actually your daughter. Your daughter was the one who was Kit's partner. He, she was with Kit before I, before I was even with Kit. And she was the one who was helping him kill them girls. And I was like, I don't know why I, I, I don't know why I expected more from Mary, but I mean, she's, she was frustrating the entire time. So it made sense that she will continue to be her frustrating, um, hypocritical, hypocritical self. And so the fact that she was like, oh, whatever. And then she went on national TV with the bruises from John kicking her ass, went on national TV and lied to cover up that her daughter was the one who was out here killing these girls with Kit. After she found that box of letters from Kit, I was just like, I think the only path for Mary is death. <laughs> Literally. That was what I was thinking. That's what I was watching. I was like, oh my gosh, the only, the only way for Mary at this point is to die because she is horrible and then Teresa duh she's not dead that was the other biggest duh to me was that Teresa was not dead and that this girl went and snatched up Emma and Kit's daughter and out here acting like she really her mom what <laughs> and so I'm just like uh, I still have more to talk about but like when you get to the end and you're just like that's kind of like what you're left with. And then it's like, so season two, I'm like, I don't even think I want a season two because uh, this was already too much. <laughs> like if you can give me a cliff notes version or like shorten it up or something or do like six episodes or maybe even five episodes just to wrap it up or something like that. Okay, maybe, but I don't think I can do another 10 episodes of something like what we just got. And then Rose, was super weird the entire time. I it was at least apparent to me from the beginning that Rose was into Emma and more than just a oh Emma's like an adult who's cool and I can hang out with. Like no, Rose wanted Emma and to see her. I was like first of all Emma girl, this is talk about privilege, but also I would say talk about white privilege. But everyone in this is white and privileged. <laughs> but talk about privilege, uh, and you could tell. Uh, but you could tell pretty much that she gets whatever she wants. And so we kind of find out that she is the one who actually killed uh, the girl because she thought that she was lying about her father, but her father really was a nasty old man out here taking young girls' eggs for profit. Like, <laughs> this whole thing was just so, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot, but... Yeah, so when Rose finally, when she is finally finds out that her daddy is who everyone's been saying her daddy is, then it's like, oh, I'm done, I'm leaving. But it's like, you literally killed someone. You bought a murderous woman to the town, even though she did in a way help uh, Emma be able to escape John. But still, I mean, she is, everything that happened to Emma at least as far as John is concerned, is all the fault of Mary. It was just like, 
Oh, some they need to put her in like boarding school or some type of like high, not high security, but high um, discipline type of a, an environment because she needs help. But knowing that she also killed someone, she needs to go to jail. So, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really talk about John. I think John was probably the most, um, not stereotypical, well, I guess you could say stereotypical character in the way. There were some things... It, it's kind of weird when you watch something like that because you you know where his character is going just based on what we find out about him in the beginning and the path or journey that he's put on uh, thanks to Mary. But I was just like, it's weird to watch it because you can see him trying to fight those urges, but he's still like, and there are little things that are happening. And you're like, so did he rape her? Did he not rape her? Did he kill her? Did he not kill her? Like these little things that were happening where they would just cut off and then we wouldn't come back to it. And so, um, there was that. I also want to talk a little bit about, uh, Mary's son, Jake, who bless his heart really tried, but the fact that he was able to see who his mom was for who she really was and called her out on her shit at the end of it. And the fact that she went out there and threw Emma earned the bus and then came home and saw everything laid out uh, based on the disgusting person that she had become throughout this entire series. And it was all by the hand of her son. So while she thought she lost her daughter, but she still had her son, she actually lost everything because she just turned into a horrible human being. And then she ends it by shooting the um, swim coach. Which I'm saying shooting. I'm assuming she killed him, but we don't know. We just see him go into the house and then we hear the gunshot. So I'm assuming he's dead, but she ends up shooting him. <laughs> and it's just like, ugh. So again, also shout out to all like the people from like the early 2000s or like late 2000s uh, sitcom or not sitcom, but like drama TV shows like the CW, ABC, because we had Ashley Madquay. Mad quick. Oh my gosh. I haven't had to say her name in so long. I'm, I am feel like I'm butchering it, but from uh revenge was on here and I had to do a double take. Cause I was like, wait a minute, is that her? And I actually looked at the curves. I was like, oh my gosh, that is her. We also had, oh my gosh, Charles Esten from Nashville. I was like, you guys are giving me all the feels. Now I want to go back and watch all these shows, even though I'm, I'm probably most likely am not going to, but I thought that was fun. Then we also had what's his name who played um, his real name is escaping me, but he played the swim coach in this, but he's from desperate housewives. I was just like, did you guys just have a meeting? And was like, where were all the really good shows that were on TV? Like 10 to 15 years ago. Let's see if we can pull someone from those shows and throw them in here. Like literally. So again, tell me your secrets. They set it up for a possible second season. I don't know how I feel about second season. I think it really depends on what the main story of it is because we ended where it seems like Emma is going to be out for revenge um, and after Teresa because she knows Teresa took her daughter. So I think when you start to like do that kind of a plot line, it can go either way. It could be like really, really good or it could be like really, really cliche. So I don't know. Um, but I would like to... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This one's a tricky one. I don't think I need a I personally don't feel like I need a second season, but I think they could do a they could do a second season. I feel like it should be condensed. It should not be 10 episodes. It should be like 
five or six episodes. Because again, like I told you guys, this first season, it was just really, really slow in the beginning. And I felt like some of that could have been taken out or reworked to make some of the things that happened later on in the season make sense. That felt like they kind of came out of nowhere. So I don't know. You may feel differently. Let me know. But that's Tell Me Your Secrets. Those are my thoughts. And now we're going to move on to Behind Her Eyes. So I saw Behind Her Eyes on, I was in the Netflix app. I don't even know why I was in the Netflix app because I don't watch it on my phone. Like sometimes I'll go in there to see what's on the top 10 if I'm looking for something to watch. But I was like, looking because you know you get all those notifications it seems to be only on the mobile app that you get all those notifications and it's like notifications for things that they think you will want to watch and all this stuff so i was just going through that list and i was watching trailers and stuff trying to make note because again i talked about it a little bit earlier you guys know my struggle with um watching things like do i really want to watch it or Am I forcing myself to watch it? You know, that kind of thing. So I was just going through to see what was coming up to see what I would want to watch. And then also kind of being like, oh, if I do watch it, would I actually want to um, talk about it? And I saw behind her eyes and I kept, I kept looking at it. And I was like, why does this seem so familiar? And you guys know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I was like, why does this seem so familiar? I, I feel like this is a book. <laughs> and so I Googled it and I was like, okay, behind her eyes is a book. But I was like, have I read this? I don't know. Like the, the name seems familiar, but for the life of me, like I was reading the, um, like the, the synopsis of the show and I was just like, or the plot of the show. And I was like, uh, I mean, this could be literally anything. Cause it kind of has like the same type of a vibe of many other things that I've watched and even read. So I was just like, I don't know. I really don't know. And so I looked at the episode count, six episodes. So you guys know, I was like, okay, six episodes. I can do six episodes. That's not too bad. And so I started watching and I kid you not, I was so, 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 so bored. So, 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 so bored. Like in the beginning, so bored. I took a, again, I took a break for this one as well. I took a break for Tell Me Your Secrets. I took a break for this too. And I took a break from Behind Her Eyes. I think I got to like, up. I got through halfway through episode three. Cause I was falling asleep <laughs> and I stopped it. And then the net and I went to, and I went to bed. And then the next day I watched all of tell me your secrets. And then I came back to behind her eyes on Sunday and I was like, okay, let's finish it. I restarted episode three. Cause I was just like, I don't remember what happened, but it was just so slow moving. And I was like, still, as I'm watching it, I'm like this book, this name sounds familiar. I know I've read this book. I've literally gone on Goodreads to see if I've read this book. And I see that I did read this book in 2017. So you guys already know my brain already cannot, is barely remembering 2021. So there's no way it's gonna go all the way back to 2017. But I'm looking at Goodreads and I'm like, I gave this book a three. So if I gave the book a three, that means I really gave it a two and a half because on Goodreads you can't give like half points. So usually um, I'll just do the full next one. Sometimes I'll write like 2.5 or 4.5 or whatever in the actual review instead of watching or instead of writing a review but for this one I just said a three and I was like oh my gosh that means I did not like this book and then it started making sense to me why I was like this beginning is so boring and I'm literally not following and so then by the time we got to about episode four I was like okay because usually when I watch 
and I've discussed this before with things where I've read the book and um, also watched like the movie or the TV show. Also realizing halfway through this that I did not give you guys my normal warnings about there will be spoilers and all that jazz. And if you don't want to spoil, be spoiled and listen to it. Also, there will be spoilers on whatever content is related to the show. So hence, this is based on the book. So I'm most likely going to spoil something in the book. So if you don't want to be spoiled from the book, then I advise you stop right now. Now that's all the way. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I am so confused. I'm not confused, but I was just like, I don't understand why I cannot remember. Like none of this is coming to me. There were little bits of it that were coming to me. And I was like, I feel like, okay. Cause we already know what happens in the end. And I was like, I feel like I read this and this was around episode four. And I was like, I feel like this was the book where it was like some weirdness happening where people were like out of having out of body experiences. And I was like, for some reason, I feel like this is a story where the person who we're not rooting for leaves their body tries to go into the other person's body. That person gets their body back, but that but the original like antagonist their body has been like burned or something like that. That was not the <laughs> I was on the same lines, but when I tell you guys a lot of the books I read are similar, there is a book like this. Um but this was a book that I read when I was younger and I can't think of the author's name at the moment, but it was more like young adult type books. And a lot of their stories were like these similar, like suspense and, um, what's the word? Not scary, but like supernatural. There we go. Supernatural type of experiences. So that is a book that I did read, but this was not that book, but I was along the same lines to the point that when we got to episode five, halfway through, I was like, okay, this is frustrating me. I know I know what's going to happen, but I feel like I'm meshing this with something else. So I literally stopped it, <laughs> Googled behind her eyes, um, read online free and literally read like the last like 100 pages in like 15 minutes. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, okay, yes, now I remember what happened. And when I tell you once I got that clarity and I watched the remainder remainder of this series, I was like, oh my gosh, this, they literally, because everything started to come back to me. You know, sometimes just take you, when you do like one thing where you can't remember something and you do that one thing that like nudges everything into place. And it's just like, oh my gosh, life changing. That was this moment. And I was like, oh my gosh, everything that has happened up until this point makes sense. Also, everything that has happened is literally carbon copy from the book. I was like, did they change anything? I mean, of course they had to shorten it up a little bit, but this is another, it's a book one. And with most books, it's a lot of like introspective thinking and talking and all and narration and all that stuff. And so I think they did a good job of um, working around that because in reading those last hundred pages, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much like thinking and like inner thoughts and all that stuff. And so I think they get, they did a good job of um, working with that. And they did like the timeline a little bit, like they swapped a few things that I can think of towards the end of it. 
And I was just like, oh my gosh. Once I read that, I was like, oh, this all makes sense. And it all makes sense why this, and I don't know how you guys felt about it, but we're gonna get into it. So we have Louise, who's like our main protagonist. She's a single mom who runs to this guy, which her friend stands her up um, when they are supposed to go out. And I was like, shitty friend. And I knew that felt familiar because the same thing happens in the book. And I was like, that's a, that's, a, that's a messed up friend that they don't even tell you they can't make it until after you're both already late. <laughs> like what? I would be pissed off. Louise is better than I am. But she runs into David and they have a little something. Then it comes to find out he is actually the new um, doctor at the clinic or whatever that she works at. And he is her boss in a way. And so super awkward. But then she also ends up running into Adele who is David's wife. So she like saw them in the office before she even ran into Adele, or I should say Adele ran into her. And then it sets off this whole chain of events where it's like Adele is being super weird about trying to have a relationship with Louise. Now Louise works for her husband. And then David, he, you know, something's going on in their marriage, but you can't, you don't really know what it is because they clearly, like David clearly doesn't love her, but Adele is like, super obsessed with him so you know something is happening there and so that hence why he like turns to louise and then you're getting all these flashback moments with between adele with this guy named rob and i was like oh my gosh because <laughs> in the book the way it works like you're because when you're reading something like that where it's like the present and the past and the present and the past and all these different povs it can be like really hard to not hard to follow along but it could be like a lot to read and so I think that also was, is to read it and then to visually see it. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I think in this case, it works because you can visually like see what is happening and you're not so much in their heads about what's happening in the past and you're trying to like connect to the future or the present. And so that can make things a little bit wonky or um, unstable or unreliable. And so... <laughs> I was like, okay, because before I, before in the beginning, before I went and read the last few pages of the book again, I was like, why is there something about Rob? And I don't, I can't remember what it is, but he kept giving all these looks or whatever. Because in the, in the beginning, I'm like, oh, Rob is into guys. And then for some reason, the, some of the ways that he was looking at Adele, I was like, oh, wait a minute, maybe he's like fluid or I don't know. And then I was like, he says something about um, sucking off like one of the nurses or something like that. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's a guy. But then for some reason, the name didn't sound like a guy name. And so that kind of threw me off a little bit as well. But then later on, like when we see the scenes with him and David, I was like, no, he's like, he's into David. I'm so confused. And so, or not confused, but I'm so like... <laughs> I know I can trust what it is that I'm thinking. I don't know why I'm thinking all these other things. So then when I read the last few pages or the last few pages of the book, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, this makes sense. Why? I was like, it's something about Rob because there is something about Rob because Rob is insane. And <laughs> this works. I was like, I can see why this could struggle to work for a TV show because it's so insane and like 
I don't want to say out of body because I feel like this being so like on the nose, but it is kind of like such an out of the body type of experience that you just start off so super normal in the beginning and it takes in... Again, I told you guys, this was moving slow for me. Even though it was six episodes, it still was moving super slow. And it takes them all the way to like halfway through episode four, I want to say, before we get into what the actual, like, what the actual hell is going on. Or you kind of start to figure out what is going on. When Louise starts like putting things together and she starts like having her own out-of-body experiences in the dream where she goes through the door and all that stuff. And so it's kind of hard to be like... Would people want to watch this? Because it starts off so normal, but by the end of it, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, it's so, it's so weird. And they don't even put it in the right genre because they just are like mystery, thriller, drama, but it's like supernatural in a way too. I think if you throw that in there, it makes sense. And then also after watching this, I went back and looked at like the art for the show and didn't even notice that Rob was right there at the bottom. Like, all I noticed was, like, Louise, Adele, and David, and then, like, the little green smoke. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Rob is all the way at the bottom, and he's a little green smoke. And you knew, like, what was happening, because they were... This is what I appreciated about this, because you guys know I love to read, and I love... I think a lot of the times people struggle with, like, books being made into TV shows or movies is because... They feel like a lot of the detail gets left out. I'm going to tell you what my what my um, qualms were <laughs> with this, with the way that they did this out-of-body experience thing. But I will tell you the one thing that I did appreciate. Because it's hard to do something like this and not make it seem kitschy or I don't even know the the word to use for it but it's hard to do something like this and not make it seem like unbelievable or like it's too much in the realms of fiction where you start getting to like a Harry Potter or something like that and you want this to really much so be based in reality and so I think doing it with the lights the different lights of like Louise Adele and Rob definitely helps and then also differentiating them by color so Adele is pink Rob is green Louise I think she was like purple or something like that or blue she was one of one of those colors but like I thought that was a very good detail to have because if you're paying attention and you're looking at the colors of when they're coming out of their body especially when um Adele and Rob go out of each other's bodies and you see them both at the top that first time that they do it when they're um at I think they're at the farm or what it's not a farm but what what the ranch whatever this house is in the forest when they're there um and you see that and I thought and that's like a marker to be like okay remember these two different colors because then we see it happen later when they come out of each other's bodies and then they're planning to switch um bodies and they're like count to three and they will switch and then you realize, oh, he's killing her. But this is all at the end after he does the same thing to Louise. But essentially, like, he's done this before using drugs, which is so fucked up. He's such a horrible being. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, but he does the same thing to Louise. And it's just like, then you start to replay everything that David was saying. Like, you change, you don't 
I don't know who you are, like all that, because he doesn't really know who he is because that's, he's not Adele, he's Rob. And then even when he um, switches bodies with, or steals Louise's body, which is also like, if you think about it, and I could go there, or we're gonna go there. If you think about it, like this gay white male snatched up this white female's body and this snatched up this black female's body. I don't know. I feel like people could do think pieces on it. I wanna see what they write about it, but that did cross my mind while I was watching this towards the end. I was just like, hmm, I wonder if people were right, like go try to go deep with it. But I don't know, with everything going on in the world, probably not because I feel like everyone's being super sensitive and um yeah we'll just leave it we'll just leave it at that but anyway and so um just knowing that and then seeing in the end where louise's son is like looking at him looking at him crazy like there's something about you you are not my mom and he immediately realized that when when rob as Louise came to pick him up and when he was like, mm. and so I think it's really telling how, um, insightful children can be. And I, I mean, this was a one book type of a novel. And I don't think that we need a second season of this at all. <laughs> um, I don't think that I honestly don't think there's more story to tell. And I think, I am personally okay with it ending the way that it ended. And this is one of those shows where I'm okay with being like, oh, I can like come up a picture how I think everything ends. But essentially Rob could live forever. <laughs> if you keep hopping and snatching up people's bodies, he could live forever. That is insane. He's so crazy. But then I was like, I now I know, now I remember why I gave this a two and a half. Because in reading it, it was so, it was so slow, but it was also, by the time you get to everything that's happening, and then you get to the end when you find out like, oh, it's Rob, and then Rob ends up essentially killing Louise. It's just like, oh my gosh, this is, this is insane, unrealistic. Like, I don't know, I ended the book angry and I didn't really have that feeling for the show. Like I didn't really end angry and maybe it's because I knew what was gonna happen. But when I read it, I just ended up angry. There are those aspects of it where it's like, oh, the evil person gets to win and gets to get what they want. And if you've listened to anything that I've um, spoken about before, then you know that that is not my thing. I want to see them pay in death or in punishment or in some type of way but like I just don't like to see them win um in the, at the end of it and so I think that's also probably why I was angry by the end of that book and I was like why in watching this and seeing how close to the source material they were I was just like they could change it they can go a different way and we can have a different outcome but nope nope <laughs> nope but yeah, but I think it was so um, interesting, especially in retrospect, if you go back, especially if you're watching this for the first time and you have no clue about anything that happens in the book and you just go by and back and look at like Adele's mannerisms in the present versus her mannerisms in the past. And this whole time you're supposed to believe like she's changed because she murdered someone. It's like, no, she changed because she is actually a different person. And so you see those mannerisms and kind of like comparing 
Adele in the present's mannerisms to Rob in the past. You see those correlations. And even to see it when he transfers into Louise's body and just to see how her mannerisms and everything changed. How like Louise kind of had this light about her in a way. And then when um, Rob entered her body, it kind of like dissipated and she like became this kind of like stony cold undertone in a way and Rob says this in the book where he learned from when he snatched up Adele's body like he didn't show sympathy which I think that's kind of what's missing a little bit um in the show when it wraps up because you're kind of like want to hear I would think you want to hear Rob's perspective or like insight but in the book he kind of talks about how the things that he did wrong in snatching up Adele's body like he didn't do the research he didn't really because like when you when people when you know someone the way that like David knows Adele or Louise's son or her ex-husband knows her like it's hard to replace them and then try to mimic them because they know every single intimate thing about them and so he said that was his one of his mistakes is that he didn't really know Adele and that um after Rob in quotes um, died, he didn't show sympathy or empathy. And he thinks that's also, um, where he made a mistake because he immediately to David became like this unlovable, um, unsympathetic person. And so the thing that he did differently with Louise is like this whole time throughout the show, like he was studying her which is why when you see those moments and it happens early on, but I don't think if you don't, if you don't really know what's happening, then you don't, you think like, oh, is there like cameras in the room? Cause it was a couple of moments that happened early in the season. Whereas these moments where it feels like someone is watching Louise and David, but like, you don't know where they're watching them from. But now we know like what was going on. Um, Rob was there like in floating form. <laughs> Um, which reminds me, I need to get back to uh, the thing that I didn't like about how they um, manifested their their like floating beings. But anyway, and so um, so all those moments where he, he is watching Louise, he's like learning her and learning her life. But it's hard. As still, he's gonna have problems in in the book. Again, I told you guys, I'm gonna spoil the book. So sorry, but like. I mean, I, I feel like for the most part, this followed the book. <laughs> like, I don't think there was anything different. The only thing different is that you don't get the, the introspective, like, thoughts of um, why people did do what they do. Even though it's kind of like surface level in the show where Rob's like, he did it because he loves David. Which, if you think about it, it's like, but how do you really love David? You've only had that one interaction with him at the house and that you determined the rest of your life based off of that one interaction that you just love David so much that you're willing to snatch up people's bodies to be with him. Like unrealistic. I also think that's why I gave it to an app. <laughs> I'm a harsh book critic. I really am. Um, but anyway, so, <laughs> so yeah, so he's definitely going to run into some issues with, um, the kid whose name I am literally, not remembering at this moment, Adam, his name is Adam. So he's definitely gonna run into some issues with Adam, but in the book, uh, Rob made it seem like he was gonna like 
take out Adam, which I'm like, you gonna kill kids now? Also, so two things I want to talk about before I wrap this up. One is about how they did the floating in this. Because in reading this, in reading the book, the way that I imagined them, like, walking through the um, door and, like, floating and being able to see all these things was, like, you would actually see their body, but maybe it's not, like, a solid body. It's kind of, like, you can see through their bodies, but you can see their body. Whereas with this, it was just this, like, glob of light, which I get why they did it that way. But I also was, like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to see it if they were actually like a human person. And then the other thing, there is a very controversial thing that happens in the book related to a cat that is disgusting and I'm going to spoil it. It is also all over the internet because I've seen multiple articles talking about it. So therefore, if you have read anything about the show, then you probably already know what I'm talking about with the cat scene. But it's when... um Louise goes back to the town that they ended up moving from and speaks to the woman who um, Adele had like attacked and they, the real whole reason why they had to move and she come to find, she finds out the story that Adele was super jealous of her because she was, because Adele was watching her husband all the time because you know, that's what she does and um, found out that she was telling that this woman was telling David, like, you know, he should live his life. And it wasn't even anything, like, on a romantic level. It was just a straight platonic type of relationship. Uh, and she was just telling him, like, oh, you know, maybe you don't need to be with her. Like, he literally was, like, unloading on her. And she was giving him the advice that he clearly was soliciting. And so um, she shows up. She warns her. And then, like, makes this real remark. And, like, the girl kind of brushes it off. And David comes back and he's like, again, same story, same story. And so she gives him even more advice. And then um, Adele shows up. This is in a book. Adele shows up. It's raining outside. Um, the the woman is looking for, and I can't remember her name at this moment, but she's looking for her cash. She can't find the cash. She hears this guttural, like, crying coming from outside. So she looks out the window. It's raining outside. And she sees, and the streets are like, Again, why I love to read is because I get to imagine like what it's going to look like. But in my mind, I'm like, the streets is raining outside and it's dark except for like one like lamppost where she's like dimly backlit, but you can't really see her face, but you know it's Adele and she's holding the cat and um, she sees her, she realizes that the cat has been poisoned and then Adele tells her like, I warned you to stay away from my um, husband and then she like drops the cat and she's Adele is wearing high heeled spiky shoes and she crushes the cat's head with her heel. In the world that we live in today, you cannot put that on the TV show at all. So um, that whole scene, I literally was like, oh my gosh, I hope they don't do this, this whole cat thing because I don't know if I can watch it if they do it. But no, they end up doing it a little bit different. So appreciate that it still was a little bit weird but it wasn't it wasn't as dramatic of a reason for them to like pack up and move towns I feel like versus how it happens in the book but anyway that's really much all I have to say I felt like I said a lot but again it was six episodes 
they don't really, I feel like the, the way that they ended it was pretty much the way that it ended in the book. And it didn't, in the book, it didn't feel like it needed more story. And in the show, it doesn't feel like it needs more story. So I would be highly, highly, highly surprised if this gets a second season, because I don't think that it needs a second season. I don't even know what story you would tell for this in the second season that will make it fresh and new and all of that. So yeah, this was actually a long one, guys. So hopefully you made it to the end. But let me know what you thought about um, both shows. Tell me your secrets and behind her eyes. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently visiting on Instagram and at currently on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.